0: This is Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud. Television, film, and commercials have a way of infiltrating the pop culture, even down to the way we speak. If you were even alive in the mid-80s, I'm sure at one point or another, you probably said, "'Where's the beef?' or whether or not you saw Jerry Maguire, you've probably said, show me the money. And I don't know where this line came from, but all my friends had a tendency at one point, and some still do, to say, you the man, you the man. Well, as a writer in the entertainment industry, I'd like to think i choose my words carefully, but sometimes words, even words you don't want to say, just spill out. There was a time when my acting career and my music career actually overlapped. And because I had some acting chops and because my hair was long, I fell into a niche category. My agent would submit me for TV shows as drug addict musician guy or deadbeat husband musician guy or British rock star musician guy. Once at a bar in Venice, this drunk was convinced I was Sebastian Bach from the band Skid Row. And when I swore on my life that I wasn't him, another drunk at the bar said, So you're some other has-been rocker musician guy? And I said, No, but I'll probably play one on TV. Well, one day, to my shock and amazement, my agent submitted me for an NBC miniseries called The Seventies. It was a movie that followed a young girl, Christy Shales, played by Amy Smart, as she moves to New York to go to college, and then we follow her career through the pitfalls of the decade of decadence. But my agent was submitting me for the role of, and I'm doing the finger quote in the air, sexy photographer which I told her was a waste of time to even submit me for. I said, I'm not sexy photographer guy. I'm aging rock star guy. It didn't seem probable that I would book, but one thing I know for sure, in this business, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or any reason why anyone books anything. So bolstered by the words of Stephen Cogwa, who said, try and fail, but don't fail to try. I auditioned for the part of sexy photographer. Now, what was truly weird is that there weren't any lines. I just had to hold this camera and pretend to be a fashion photographer shooting a beautiful girl and spewing out any cliche dialogue I could come up with off the top of my head. So there I was. Auditioning in front of all these producers saying, oh baby, you're so hot. Click, click, click. Come on gorgeous. Smile for me, baby. Click, click, click. That's it. That's it. Make love to the camera. Click, click, click. And then as I started to run out of words, I ad-libbed, you are so hot. Click, you, you, click, click. You, you the man. And the producers and casting directors and the whole crew right down to the PAs just fell out laughing. Well, I got the job. I don't know if I was sexy photographer, but I was certainly funny photographer. Yet the hilarity and the unintentional words accidentally spilling out were far from over. In the movie, the story called for Amy Smart's character after a fashion shoot to boldly take the sexy photographer home for a night of free love. Because it was the 70s, right? I mean, that's what everybody did. But it was a made-for-TV movie, so they couldn't show any of that. As much as I tried to convince the director, it would be such a shame to miss out on this opportunity for a truly authentic moment of filmmaking. Well, as it was written in the script, she's having sex with the photographer in a bed surrounded by a kind of hospital-type curtain rod with hanging drapes. So her roommates, who are right there, can't see what's happening, but they're appalled by everything they hear. Well, the producers were under pressure to wrap me before lunch or suffer the SAG penalties, so the director hurried us up and wanted me and Amy to lay down on the bed and make these lovemaking sounds while the sound guy recorded us. Now, talk about awkward. I mean, I needed a frame of reference. Where were we on the lovemaking timeline? I mean, are we at the beginning when I'm ooing and aahing? Or seven minutes later when I'm screaming like a hyena on fire? Or nine minutes later when I'm snoring? Well, we were all laughing and me and Amy and the crew and the director was losing his patience. He wanted us to be serious. And I told him Amy and I were method actors, so I suggested the rhythm method, and we all busted up again. But at one point, Amy got serious, and I followed suit, and there we were, trying our best at making our lovemaking sounds. And she actually really got into it. She started going like, oh, oh, oh. And I started going, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. But remember, I didn't have a character name. I was just a sexy photographer. And at one point, while Amy was climaxing, she said, oh, 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 Gino. And again, the whole place just fell out laughing. The one thing I love about acting is the same thing I love about life. You can choose to hold back or just lose yourself in the moment. The poet Virgil wrote, "'Death twitches my ear. "'Live,' he says. "'I am coming.'" I think it's tough to be an actor if you can't get lost in a scene, and I think people who live life to the fullest are those who aren't afraid to submit to the moment and just fully dive right in, which reminds me of a joke. This captain of the high school football team, a really good-looking but painfully shy kid, gets a date with the head cheerleader. And he's so nervous because he has no idea what to do or where to take her. So he, he gets advice from one of the guys on the squad who says, Look, it's really simple. Take her out for pizza. And if that goes well, take her out for a movie. And at the end of the night, if you've had a really nice time, walk her up to the doorstep, tell her you had a nice time, kiss her on the forehead, and that's it. He says, Really? That's it? Just like that? I says, just like that. Well, he takes the girl out for pizza and they're both smiling and laughing. I mean, there's a real connection. And then he takes her to a movie and it's just so romantic. And at the end of the night, he walks her to the doorstep and it's a moonlit night and she's looking at him all cow eyed and into him. And he says, You know, I really had a nice time. And he leans over and he kisses her on the forehead. And she looks up into his eyes and leans in and says, Lower. And he says, You know, I really had a nice time. That's my joke for this week. I'm Gino Andrews with Laughing Out Loud.